guys ready up there? Hello, and welcome to the WIFT Ireland podcast. I'm Vanessa Gilday, Vice Chair of Women in Film and Television Ireland. What does it take to be an award-winning animator? On Tuesday 30th of March, WIFT board member Yara Waldeck was in conversation with Oscar-nominated animator Daria Kashiva. Daria spoke about her inspiration, her creative techniques, as well as what it was like attending the Oscars. This online talk was made possible thanks to the support of the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland, the BAI. Welcome, Daria. Uh, we're so happy to have you here. How are you doing? Hello, hello. Thank you so much that you invited me. It is, it is a huge pleasure for me to talk with you. And yeah, I'm fine. Good. Uh, summer is in Prague, so yeah. <laughs> Daria, um, we're going to talk uh, about your uh, background. How did you become a, a student of animation? How did you become uh, an Oscar-nominated um, <laughs> animator? Uh, and how did you win a, a student Oscar? And I'm also going to focus on what it is that drives you, where you find inspiration, and how you like to work. So. Just to just to um, do a short int- introduction, and I'm sure that um, you know for the people who are tuning in with us, they already uh, know a little bit about you. Um, you currently live and study in Prague in Czech Republic at FAMU. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah, and you you came you came there from. Did you grow up? Is it Russia where you grew up? Yeah, I grew up in Russia and uh, actually I uh, had high education there as a sound designer. And uh, then I just decided that um, I'm not happy with my profession and uh, tried to find something more creative. And uh, my husband and me, we decided to try to to apply to any Europe school. And we found uh, um, quite a lot of information about FAMO. And uh, so, yeah, we just tried to to make big changes. <laughs> and uh, I think that it, it was a good decision. <laughs> I uh, I have to say that I, I watched your uh, movies that are available on, on your website and also on your Vimeo page. And everybody can see that you kind of tried different techniques and you, uh, with your daughter, uh, with your film daughter, you moved to a, a more of a 3D world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, you know, from kind of flat animation to to working with puppets and uh, I, I would like to uh, ask you how did you kind of um, evolve to 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 come to this type of animation yeah actually it was um, it was the reason that before I decided to, to be animator I never draw I, I never made animation I, I, I never was a filmmaker uh, so um, when I started to study at FAMU, I just started to try everything, just just everything. I just I just started to uh, look for my kind of style, you know. And um, and uh, what was great that school was uh, super. Um, they were okay with if you try different styles. There were. There were no rules how to draw, you know, what what the style you have to use. So it was really cool. And uh, 
Actually, uh, the first two years at FAMO, we had um, an exercise each week. We had to draw um, a small movement. I don't know, walking, running, something. And uh, actually each week I just tried different styles and I just tried to find my own style. And that's why all my exercises at FAMU, uh, especially during the first two years, are really different. And uh, it was great. And uh, uh, just, um, um, you know, about 2D animation, it was, um, it was one rule at FAMU, at animation department. Uh, first two years, you have to only draw. To, to study animation better, because when you draw, you, you could change in between, you could change the movement, uh, and in stop motion, you just go through the movement and you couldn't change and go back. So I think that's good, uh, but I always liked stop motion. And uh, actually in the second year, we had the small exercise uh, where we could try stop motion. And I, I understood that, yes, this is something I really want to do. Because uh, the most important for me in stop motion is maybe air between camera and puppets or objects and uh, the light. I really like to work with light. And I think light could change everything. And because actually I worked as a sound designer in theater before FAMU, I found, found it there that you see the stage, you have, you have some garbage there and like technical light and it is like just a garbage. And once the light is um, somehow good made and the garbage mm -hmm. becomes something something really interesting. So I understood that that light could make really miracle things. So um, I understood during my bachelor studium that I really want to work with stop motion and I tried to make it in small exercises and I understood that I, I want to make it for my bachelor film. I want to use stop motion technique and I stayed at stop motion now. I mm -hmm. work on my next project is going to be stop motion as well. Fantastic. Well, I have to say that uh, when I saw your, your film Daughter, when I first saw the trailer and then, then the whole film, first thing that immediately captured my attention was the fact that I felt that it was uh, shot by a cinematographer because mm -hmm. of the lighting. I, I re like I could feel that you understand the importance of lighting and that actually it drives uh, the atmospheres and emotions uh, as well as obviously all the other elements. But um, I also noticed that um, I know you kind of invented a new technique. You will tell us uh, uh, about it. Uh, uh, that kind of feels like a handheld camera in, in a documentary. Yeah. And and I also was just impressed with the way you use depth of field. You know the mm -hmm. the um, what is sharp within the frame and what is out of focus. And it it does feel like a work of a cinematographer. And uh, um, a, a good friend of mine, an animator, when he when he watched your trailer, he also mentioned that you have impeccable framing, <laughs> and that every frame is is just perfectly framed. So um, yeah, that's that's why I I felt like that that it was a, an experience watching your film. Just briefly tell us uh, the the theme of the movie, and then then we'll get to the technical um, um, way of making it. Yeah, the, the topic of the movie is uh, uh, relationships between father and daughter, and it is, be, be, uh, it is about um, 
how small misunderstanding could um, influence the, their relationships for the whole life and uh, how it is important to talk with each other and uh, try to understand to each other. So it is um, a lot of about misunderstand misunderstanding in relationships. And uh, yeah, about the technique, um, I don't know, I like maybe I'll just uh, start with um, the inspiration I've got uh, to make the handheld camera movement. Actually, um, I wrote the, the script for, for the story two years before I started to work on this film. And I understood that this, it is going to be quite intimate story, a story about relationships. And uh, we have to be somehow really deep inside these relationships, uh, really between two, two characters. And um, in my second year at FAMU, I started to think uh, more and more about my bachelor film. And this summer I went to Karlovar Film Festival and um, I just was at one of the screening at, at one of the film. And uh, it was quite boring, but the camera was really great. And uh, actually it was really um, small depth, uh, uh, depth focus and uh, it was handheld camera. And uh, because the film was boring, I just watched the picture and was thinking about something, my, my thoughts. And, and suddenly I got an idea, what if I make handheld camera movement in my stop motion bachelor film? And it was so inspiring. I just felt it, oh my God, I felt, really a lot of energy and uh, I really didn't understand how to make it because I never saw it before but I really got a lot of energy from this uh, this uh, th thought and um, after that I started to make a research and I really didn't find any examples of, the, of this and I started to ask my teachers how to make it and they told me it is impossible you know we're like don't try it like don't waste your time but yeah. I just decided to try and um, for the first I started to study movies which um, associated uh, with me with the uh, handheld camera movement and I studied a lot films by Lars von Trier and uh, Whole Dogma and Darden Brothers and I just started to study them frame by frame. I just watched them frame by frame and started to understand how it worked. Work. Uh, like, you know, in a live action, uh, cinematographer really doesn't think about camera movement, just maybe a little, a little bit, just it, it is natural. But in animation, you have to make it frame by frame. So you have to think it about this a lot. So uh, I started to make tests of the camera and I actually had two, um, two desktops uh, with my animation and Lars von Trier's film, Breaking the Wave. And I actually uh, studied it frame by frame and st uh, started tried to copy the the movement. And after I understand somehow how it how it works, and uh, and yes, and it worked. And actually, I didn't use kind of you know uh, motion control or something like expensive uh, uh, technique because we don't have it at FAMU but I found just old camera track with the uh, crank handle mechanism and uh, 
camera mount and just uh, moved the camera frame by frame using these crank handles. And I used a lot of intuition and uh, my studies from, from the interiors movies. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that some, somehow worked and um, and uh, yeah and, and and after I started to animate the the film after this test, I always studied. I always tried to find maybe different way and the um, the character of the movement is always different because in the scene which is more calm, which is for example in a hospital, um, the movement is really just like small and, and for example in the scene there is a carnival which is in, is in the teaser as well the movement is really like um, big and nervous and um, you know so i actually tried to imagine uh, a cinematographer which is there in the scene and who is um, somehow react on the um, what what he see and and uh, yeah, and actually the interesting thing maybe that intuitively I um, consciously delayed with the camera movement. For so, for example, when the character turned the head, I didn't go with camera right right after that. I just wait a little bit, like a documentary cinematographer. He doesn't know what is going to happen next. So I consciously make it. And after, actually, I wrote it in one interview from uh, one of Darden brothers that they make it as well. They, conscious, they, they told their cinematographer consciously to delay with the camera movement. So, so yeah, somehow intuitively I found um, any techniques or I don't know. <laughs> Wonderful. And uh, so let's just go back to the lighting. Did you also find yourself studying uh, like different types of lighting and uh, how how it affects the faces and the overall scene? Actually, I, I someone had someone you with that. Yeah, I had the guy who helped me with, with the light uh, and uh, he's a cinematographer from FAMO. And uh, he just came and uh, made made the light light for the scene, and I just stayed and animated there. Sometimes I maybe just also very intuitively changed something, you know, like because I had the mood, or you know, like just a bit uh, changes. But yeah, I had had a guy who helped me with this. Mm -hmm. But I mm -hmm. I used a lot of um, uh, I showed them a lot of pictures kind of references mm -hmm. what what i want what i need in this scene so yeah mm -hmm. that would all, almost mirror the collaboration of a of a narrative a kind of drama director with their cinematographer kind of changing some imagery and discussing what they what they you know what the director wants so that the lighting cameraman can can achieve that yeah, well sure. that's brilliant i i we have a on your website you have a, a short kind of behind the scenes video yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to share that with our uh, listeners now, um, and uh, they will see the the hand crank camera thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, we will be able to. Oh, I just clicked out of my of my window. Sorry. And then we'll be able to talk also about the actual puppets and the whole yeah. um, scenography and all that. So okay. uh, I'm going to try to share 
and the behind the scenes video. Okay, here we go. Uh, my name is Daria Kaščeva and uh, I just graduated my bachelor program at uh, FAMU, a film school in, in Prague with my film daughter. This film is a puppet animation drama about father-daughter relationships. I feel now it is uh, more about uh, relationships in general and uh, it is about how small misunderstanding could influence these relationships for a long time and uh, why it is important to be able to forgive those who are close to us. Preparation took four months. All the sets, furniture and props were made from wood. After we covered them all by toilet paper to make this paper mache texture I like so much. After all, sets, props, uh, puppets' faces and hands were painted by acrylic paints. In such a film, which is exploring uh, relationships and emotions, uh, animation of facial expressions was very important for me. I animated eyes movement by drawing directly to puppets' faces and it gave me a lot of freedom to express characters' emotions. In my film, I experimented uh, with the camera movement uh, and I tried to simulate a handheld camera movement and uh, the inspiration came from live action and documentary movies. And uh, I used it to create uh, a documentary feeling to draw viewers deeper to the story. To achieve such realistic shorts, I animated camera movement during animation, frame by frame. I used camera track and camera mount with crank handles. I never made this camera movement in post-production. Actually, I had to invent this technique, which was in puppet or stop-motion movies, never used before. Mm. Okay, wonderful. All right, so... Uh... We were able to see the the um, camera kind of a dolly or cradle yeah. with the crank. Uh, I could talk to you about this for hours, but <laughs> let's just, let's just uh, touch on the actual world that you created for this daughter and her father. How, what went into it? Um, uh, actually, it was, um, I don't know. <laughs> For the first, it was because of the budget. Mm -hmm. We had a really small budget. So I had to ke ke uh, come, come to uh, come with the idea how to make it cheaper. <laughs> so <laughs> so th this was the first reason uh, which I decided to use paper mache. And the next reason was that I hate kind of um, artificial materials like, you know, silicon and latex actually like for my i don't i don't have to hate them but for this movie they i, I felt that it, 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 it this is not the materials um, i need and um and i i found that uh paper mache is really close to to skin how, how mm -hmm. it's how it looks and and also it is very good to draw uh, to draw um to paint on paper mache mm -hmm. and also one of the big inspiration was um, uh, drawings by Egon Chalet and uh, yeah. it is expressionist uh, uh, which who, who lived in Austria uh, I suppose and uh, I was very inspired by 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 his drawings and uh, so um, expressive you know he mm -hmm. he used um, 
different colors uh, drawing skin you know like green yellow i don't know and i was really inspired by him so i somehow was looking for this world and um, yeah and then it, it, it just came together and actually it was uh, the materials was quite cheap um, i used uh, wood and paper mach like a toilet paper which i stolen from toilets in at me in my school so what? so yeah um, i heard a, an interview that you gave somewhere where you said that uh, uh, when when uh, somebody started to realize that all the toilet paper in your university was disappearing yes and then yeah. you get in a little bit of <laughs> yeah and one one woman came and told um we know that you you make it so what we are going to do i told you know just uh, call to fam i make my bachelor feel maybe they they could solve this problem <laughs> and i don't know what what was the the end of the story <laughs> Very funny and uh, uh so how many how many puppets did you actual puppets did you have for each character only did you one. Just have yeah I, I had only one puppet for each characters and uh, uh, it is often when in animation you use uh, several heads i had only one head because actually okay. i just uh, draw on head and uh, i scratched uh, if i need to delete something and draw again so so yeah and uh, actually i had uh, one more puppet for father character uh, and it was um, human size puppet but um, for only one shot um, in the in the middle of the movie when the father pick up the the small girl from the pavement but it was a puppet kind of not good animated like not mm, it wasn't good for animation and I tried to use um, as much as possible close-ups for we couldn't mm -hmm. see how he's awful and you know <laughs> so so yeah <laughs> and and uh, what, what was the how long was the entire process how long did it take you to first of all build this world and your puppet mm -hmm. and the, then the actual animation and then I'd like to also know about your post-production process mm -hmm. so so the overall time that it took you to make this film yeah actually um I wrote the script uh, maybe half a year and uh, it was during my uh, last year at FAMU and it was quite uh, I wrote and after exams and I again work on the script and uh, then I started the preparation. I started to make all the sets and puppets and it took me four months, but uh, super, super intensively because I was uh, almost alone to make them. I had one girl who helped me to cover it by paper mache, but I actually had to build all the sets from the wood and to make the puppets and to, to make furniture and uh, all the stuff. Uh, and um, so four months uh, of, building uh, building uh, stuff and uh, four months of uh, animation and also it was super intensively uh, because i was alone I, I was the only one animator um yeah so four months shooting and uh, i think maybe two or two and a half months for post-production because I tried to make everything in front of the camera. I didn't want to use a lot of post-production 
So it was, in, and yes, what, what was important that we started to edit during the animation. So while I was shooting, we started to edit. And um, I always um, wanted to have a rough cut of the scene in this, um, uh, in this set before I started to make a different set and different light. So it was really great. So um, the editing after shooting was not so long, maybe one month. And mm -hmm. um, then some little bit uh, um, post-production, I add some blur uh, in After Effects. And uh, in some really small pieces, I just a little bit stabilized the camera, the camera mm -hmm. movement. And the sound design, and it was it was ready. Mm -hmm. And now that you mentioned After Effects, uh, how do you feel about uh, actually maybe making an entire film in some sort of software, as as opposed to with you know materials that you can touch yourself and and capturing them through a camera? Uh, what is your like? What sparks your uh, imagination, and what makes you happy? I really like to touch things and uh, I really like to work with the physical light and, you know, like just to try to move something and to move the camera and something and you see immediately the result. But um, I don't have kind of special um, preference. As, as a viewer, I don't have special preferences that I like only stop motion and I don't like 3D. If it, uh, if it made, made good and uh, if it uh, makes sense and, uh, you know, if the story is great and uh, and the idea and uh, like, I, I'm fine, I find with the whole technique, but I really like to be dirty, to, to touch things, to, to, mm -hmm. to move them and um, yeah. <laughs> And when it comes to the story, story, Daria, did you uh, did you have uh, any consultations to make sure that the the story was uh, dramaturgically, uh, you know, well developed? Uh, yeah, for sure. The for sure. I really need uh, uh, how to say script doctor <laughs> when I write <laughs> when I write the script. Actually, now uh, as I work on my next project, I needed uh, the script doctor quite often <laughs> and uh, uh, when i worked uh, on daughter i also um, uh, consulted my film with my husband who is an editor who studies uh, at editing editing department and uh, i uh, we asked consultations uh, for, um, we had consultations with teachers from editing department, from our animation department, and I really need feedback. I often often find myself that I'm super deep in the story, and I really don't understand what is happening. And I'm I feel that I'm I'm unable to make step back. You know, I really okay. I know that uh, some scriptwriters really don't want to listen to some someone someone opinions, but I really need someone who has fresh eye you know and uh, mm -hmm. it is not only uh, in the in the phase of uh, working on script uh, we also uh, made consultations when we edited the film and when it was finished and we just showed the movie to just not 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 filmmakers you know if they understand what they understand what they feel or something uh, for me it is important mm -hmm. 
And do you uh, do you find that as you were getting this feedback that you were maybe you had to go and reshoot something or uh, maybe shoot some additional footage uh, to make the story work? Yes, actually, that is why we started to edit the film during the animation. So after we um, actually because my husband is an editor of this movie, I after the shooting day I came back home and we tried to watch the the scenes and during the night we understand that uh, I have to add maybe one detail or reshoot something so we work like this and I think it's really really important to to make this work during mm -hmm. the, the the shooting and animation Mm -hmm. And I had a I had a question from uh, my my that friend who's an animator that I mentioned, and he wanted to know um, whether this this physical kind of work that you had to put into making this movie did it take a toll on your body? Did you find it an exhausting work? Or <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it is hard to to make, you know, to build sets <laughs> and uh, yeah. And of course, when you animate, you sometimes uh, you, you are not in a comfortable position. And uh, mm. yeah, but I like it because I think I feel much more um, worse pain when I sit in front of the computer the whole day than when mm. I move all the day. This different kind, kind of pains but I like more like when I'm exhausted than when I uh, sat in front of the computer and, and like I just couldn't couldn't move, you know. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're still young and you still have the energy to do that. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, um, I also know you said you mentioned that you used to work as a sound engineer and you are a trained piano player. Mm -hmm. So how much input did you have into in the, the whole sound design and all the Foley uh, and, and other terminologies that I don't know what, what it's called? Though. <laughs> yeah, um, when we was thinking when we, when we were thinking about a sound designer for daughter, um, we couldn't find someone who have, who has had time or you know as well we had we didn't have much money and at one one moment I decided that I I just may maybe have to make it by myself and uh, as well it was because that I already um, had the image of the sound design in my head so I felt that it was easier to make it by myself than explain someone what I want to hear there. So okay. so actually I just um, took um, a recorder, just um, a simple recorder, Tascam and went outside and recorded uh, streets and you know, I recorded something in my kitchen and uh, I made um, kind of rough uh, sound mix. And after my classmate, um, sound designer helped me to make um, the final uh, cinema cinema mix because I studied as a sound designer in music, um, not okay. in the film industry. So I really don't know how to make, you know, the final uh, cinema sound. So I really needed help in this. 
but I I somehow somehow enjoyed to make this rough sound sound design. But for my next film, I think I I will not do it because it is super exhausting. You know, like after all the shooting, after all the preparation, you then like spent uh, several weeks making sound. I don't think it is a good idea. <laughs> Yeah. So are you are you saying that you're gonna you're gonna have someone specifically dedicated to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. That, that this is better. <laughs> okay. Well, Daria, you have already mentioned a couple times my next film. So yeah. <laughs> um, you've been very gracious to share with us a teaser for your new new film. So yeah. this is your master thesis film. Yeah, actually, it is my master at film. Okay, and it is a super secret trailer that only we are going to see. Nobody will see it or has seen it. And so I really want to thank you for sharing this with us. Can you tell us just a little bit about so how, like, I presume when you got your Oscar, mm -hmm. uh, people ask you all the time, okay, what is next? Yeah. And how are you going to top this? <laughs> yes, so, that's true. <laughs> you pressure and what is this film about? Um... I actually started to work on the script just after I finished Daughter and maybe it was a mistake <laughs> because maybe I had to make um, uh, to, to have some time to think more about what I'm going to work next but somehow also because I expected that at festivals they will ask what is going to be next and the uh, my producers told me that you have to be prepared to this question. So yes, I started to work on the on the script, and um, now it is two years I I worked on the script, and I've just finished it. Um, the script, I mean. Um, so so the story is um, I don't know. Maybe I will reveal after the teaser. Okay. okay? All right. Yeah. So, I'm going to go play that. Yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. I've got goosebumps. <laughs> wow, that was that was brilliant. Um uh and I would like to also invite our listeners if you have any questions about anything that we've discussed so far, please drop them in the chat or the Q&A uh sections and I will at the end when we when we're done talking, we'll take your questions and and get answers from Daria. Wow, that really raised the, the hair on my arms. <laughs> right. So, what, can, what, what would you like to tell us about this film? Yeah, um, I have quite strange, strange relationships with, with this uh, project and with this um, script. And as I told that uh, maybe I didn't have to uh, start to work on it just right after Before Daughter. But um, mm -hmm. I... Um, I was looking for a topic for the movie and uh, I was interested in uh, women's sexuality and uh, in the topic of accepting your own body, your own sexuality, your emotions, even though they are maybe not so acceptable in social social, social world. And, mm -hmm. um, and uh, after I was somehow very inspired by um, um, psychoanalysis theory of Electra complex and um, mm -hmm. better known as a female version of Oedipus complex. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I found uh, that um, I was very inspired by these uh, complexes and I found a lot uh, of this kind of um, complexes in different movies and uh, literature and uh, plays. And um, also I found that I really interested in it, even though I, I didn't find myself that I am a lecturer and that I have this complex and that I um, try, I'm trying to solve my own problem, but it, it, it is somehow really inspiring. Maybe I, I will understand about myself and something bigger after, but yeah. Mm -hmm. So actually I, I made a big research uh, and uh, I studied a lot uh, about psycho, psychoanalysis and about mm -hmm. sexuality and uh, you know and uh, yeah it is going yeah the the title of the film is Electra a poem and mm -hmm. a poem it is because I don't want to tell the story just you know linear story or somehow edited but I want it I want it to be like a poem just you have mm -hmm. different feelings you have different images and in the end of when you uh, wrote the poem you have a feeling of mm, this poem evokes your thoughts mm -hmm. so i'm trying to work in this way uh, it is quite a um, new way of thinking of writing for me because daughter it is quite like a story you know and yeah. um, in this new project, I'm trying not to be so straight. I'm trying not to be super understandable, but still to be somehow understandable. So uh, yes, so the, the script is ready and I finished it last week and I was struggling a lot with the script and uh, I found myself sometimes in a big despair, but now I'm quite, happy with the, with the uh, result and I'm going to start to work on the storyboard and animatic mm -hmm. and uh, we are going like we are planning to to shoot the the movie ne the next year next summer and <clears throat> sorry and actually this teaser is the result of animation and camera tests which we made this summer so actually I had um, kind of version of the script and I understood that I really had to try to make it what I'm writing to mm -hmm. uh, because um, there are really different kind of techniques I'm going to use in this film and mm -hmm. um, I never worked with um, like I worked with actors in, in for for animation but not in this way which I'm going to use in this movie so actually we had two months in the studio Luckily, we had this uh, possibility to, 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 to stay two months in a studio at FAMU and uh, we made a lot of tests and uh, uh, we understood a lot of things which don't work <laughs> and uh, which I have to change. So, yeah, so this project is kind of um, uh, quite hard for me, but I really, I really enjoy it. Yes, it is a big challenge, yeah. I actually have a question that, that relates to something that you just touched on. Um, Emma O'Leary is asking, what is your, what, what's, uh, what's your writing process like? And oh. would you be tempted to work with a writer? 
So like, um, yeah, I, 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 I understand that you're using a script doctor, mm -hmm. script editor, but what do you think about that? Maybe I, I will start with the second question. Um, I don't know. I, I, I was thinking about, because I, sometimes I really felt myself self stuck in writing yeah. process. And sometimes I was, I was thinking that maybe I have to work, collaborate with scriptwriter. But um, maybe I, I should try it, but I don't feel now that I, I, I could make it because when I write uh, something, it was, it, it had to be something from, from inside of me. You know? mm -hmm. And the, again, it is hard to explain something what you feel. And only you who is, could, could write it, could, who could yeah. try to write it, who have to uh, find the way how to write it and how to tell it. And uh, the next reason is that um, I write the script as an animator. And actually I already, I often have uh, an image, image before I have an idea of the line or the story. Mm -hmm. So, it is kind of always like story, image, story, image, how to animate it. And maybe uh, an interesting idea of animation technique somehow connect, become connected with the, the idea in the story. And it is kind of um, quite um, strange mental collaboration of uh, left <laughs> and right parts of my, my, my yeah. brain, you know? And, uh, but for sure, I need a script doctor, as I told, uh, who, who has this fresh eye and um, who know, know more about dramaturgy and, you know. Mm -hmm. So the but writing process is um, quite hectic. <laughs> and, I imagine, I'm really impressed that you take, you said it took you two years to really get the script yes, down. Yeah. And I think that's that's perhaps uh, telling about like about not just you but about people who who create. Uh, it's just how much how much you really need to take care of all of the different aspects. Yeah, for sure. In order, in order to create such a complex piece of piece of work, and you as an animator, it's not like you can bang these out every month a new film. This takes, you know, it takes a long time. Yeah. And yeah. And actually, so you really want to make sure that it works. Yeah, for sure. And mm -hmm. actually, um, when I wrote the script, I started with my maybe intuition, and I just started with images which I had in my head. And I, I in the beginning, I really didn't understand what is the story about. I just wrote something from inside me, and uh, in images I tried to connect. And just after this text. Um, brought me to to the topic and I found this Electra complex. I read several books about this and it brought me to a different uh, level. And uh, mm -hmm. then I again started to write more intuitively. And then I um, connected uh, psychoanal psychoanalysis to my work. And then I found, uh, I was looking for uh, books about uh, psychology for script writers and like somehow connection of uh, psychology with dramaturgy which really inspired me so so it was always you know one step one step for um, you know like 
right how to say you make step here and then you step, step forward yes step back yeah actually yeah, yeah that's true and uh, yeah and i quite always found myself i was stuck and after i had to look for inspiration or something like it was really struggling period in my life <laughs> Well, um, I have actually one more question here, and this one is from Emma Doherty Shea. I hope I'm saying that name right. Um, we are Women in Film and Television Ireland, so we support women, um, we amplify women's voices and stories, and also their representation in front of and behind camera. So Emma's question is a, a bit related to that, and she would like to know if you feel that you are treated differently because you are a woman mm. in in the animation industry do you feel mm. uh, or are you treated differently in a bad way or in a good way or is it just all the same yeah i was thinking about this that it is a topic which is discussed a lot but i don't know i couldn't compare <laughs> okay you know um, and do you those... feel that, that you're given opportunities that, that the, the ones that you want for yourself and you're supported along the way? Also, I'm thinking I couldn't answer to this question because I'm not a part of the industry. I'm a still student, you know. I, I was lucky that I've got this Oscar and I think I have more possibilities because of this. But I, I, don't, feel, I don't think I could... Um, I know a lot about industry, so that's why um, I'm not so experienced, maybe as a filmmaker, to answer this this question. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel that I have less possibilities than my classmates, uh, male classmates. Mm -hmm. mm, hard to say. Well, that's that's actually good. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're not. You know, you you're not you you don't feel uh, any different. Yeah. Uh, uh, in in school, I Actually, I have to say. I yeah, when I go, when, go. when I sh uh, shot in a studio famo, it is quite a, uh, like studio of, um, which belonged to our school, uh, mm -hmm. and um, I didn't feel somehow that oh yeah, this is girl, and I just worked hard. And they saw that I work, that I'm prepared, that uh, I'm uh, I'm in in a schedule, and you know that um, they didn't have problems with me. So I think I was treated like okay, <laughs> like good. I, I didn't feel any problem. <laughs> really great to hear. And so you just you just. Uh, bring another question that I have for you. So since you are still a student, the whole industry career, I guess, is in front of you. Um, do you do you have a sense of what, you, like, in which direction you would like your career to go? Are you the kind of uh, filmmaker who's gonna always work mm. most on her own, or do you look uh, ahead to kind of maybe joining some studio? So mm, what's yeah. it? Yeah, for sure. I want to. I would like uh, to continue to make my own projects, my own mm -hmm. uh, my own films, as a director, as a scriptwriter, and maybe script collaboration with scriptwriter. But um, for sure, I understood from my experiences with the, uh, 
lived this time between daughter and Electra that I'm not going to make one movie after next movie, after next movie, after next movie. I think that um, artist have, has to um, has to keep time for own to fulfill yourself because when you finish one movie, you are empty, mm-hmm. and you have to have time to fulfill yourself to si- to, to find yourself. <laughs> and um, and I would like to work like this, like to make my own project to make a small uh, gap time gap and uh, then start to work on next project when I feel comfortable when I feel inspired mm-hmm. not to push this because of, with Electra um, it, it was like this it was pushing myself I think in the beginning maybe that is why it, it took me two years to write the script yeah so yeah so so I, I would like to work as an in, independent director and to make my own movies mm-hmm. and uh, do do you feel do you feel that Czech Republic is a place that that w- w- where you will be able to do that or mm. um do you do you maybe have uh, your eyes set on another country mm. or you know like i think uh, if i make short movies it is it is good place here to make it because uh, you know in, in everybody knows how it works uh, co-productions in europe now it works quite good and actually uh, for electra we have two co-production uh, countries france okay. and slovakia already so i think for a short movie it is it is fine it, i i think it is possible to to continue to work here uh, i suppose that it could be a problem to make a, a feature film here animation feature film which I want to try to make um, but again I think a, a co-production between countries could help so you could be like you could uh, live in Czech Republic but go to other country to to shoot because mm-hmm. it is co-production between countries and you just shoot in in a studio which is in in a different Europe country I think it is possible and I hope it is possible but um yeah I think um here in Czech Republic it is quite limited for for future animation uh, movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, you know what I was impressed by? I was impressed by the fact that even before this film, Daughter, your previous films um, gathered some um, kind of momentum at festivals. You took you, you took part in some competitions, mm-hmm. and I actually when I was in in at FAMU studying, which was ten years ago, um, I didn't see that students were this proactive. Um, uh, most of the films that we made there we just show them to our teachers and that's where it ended mm-hmm. but I wanted to ask you about your strategy did you always know that you wanted to just push those films out into festivals and see if you can get get any uh, attention or what was the process for you yeah actually before daughter uh, all this uh, small short, short super short movies was were my exercises I, and i didn't care about kind of festival strategy or something um, uh, there were uh, some changes in uh, festival department at FAMU, so they started to work on this uh, better and uh, uh-huh. uh, work on this more. Um, but um, even though um, 
when the daughter was ready, I like before the daughter was ready, we started to think with our producer about the festival strategy and we started to um, somehow talk with festival department at FAMO about this. And when the film was um, uh, won this first uh, award at Annecy, which is quite a big festival, uh, I've got quite a lot of emails um, from different festivals that they are interested in, in Daughter to show it in festival. And uh, so we started to work on the festival strategy with the, the woman who is uh, um, who is at FAMO, and I also made quite a lot of job about like sending film and you know answering okay. all this thing. And at one point, I made too much work uh, managing <laughs> festival staff, and uh, um, because actually daughter had I, I don't know 22 festivals a month and you know you have to send them materials and then all the stuff and it was quite exhausting and after um, uh, I tried to find uh, uh, a company uh, who makes distri distribution yes. and uh, I found one from France Miu distribution it is quite good and uh, um, well-known in animation uh, world company so so yeah it was kind of a way again just kind of way of studying how to make it and so on yeah. and uh, actually for Electra we already uh, uh, we already decided to uh, to continue to work with media distribution because they are super professional they are interested in in the project and they are interested to to continue the collaboration with me so yeah, mm -hmm. it is always like kind of a way of, of improving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think it's fantastic that, I, and I think uh, film schools in general should should have. Yeah, for sure. Help for students and, and um, help them to, to display their work elsewhere, not just uh, to their fellow students and teachers, but yeah. to kind of get it out there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just read you a comment. Uh, you were talking about taking time between projects to kind of refresh, replenish your creative energy. So just Melissa Calhane again, Melissa. I'm sorry if I'm not <laughs> if I didn't pronounce this well. She just wants to kind of say, you know, thanks, uh, good advice, and uh, it is it is important to to recharge in between. And I presume, like for me as a cinematographer, I go from project to project, and they're never as as personal as they are for the actual director mm. and you know the writer um so so maybe for me it doesn't take that much to to recharge mm. but i understand that when you put so, so much out of yourself you you do need to take that time off um i have another question here this is from joanne blackwell H how did you feel when you got the oscar <laughs> the student oscar uh, were you surprised and did it change anything for you? Yeah, actually, I um, I knew about this from call. They called me from America <laughs> just like one evening. You They, they call you from America and they told you won a student Oscar. <laughs> it was, oh my God. But uh, I was kind of prepared to this because um, actually this woman who is from the festival department, she she got the missed call from America this day and she told 
and we knew that it is quite in two days they they will tell about the results mm -hmm. she told me and she told uh, daria i don't know who could call me from america maybe it is about daughter and i was kind of you know nervous and uh, <laughs> after i got this call it was uh, yeah it was i don't know <laughs> i was super excited i couldn't sleep this night and actually the next day i i had uh, um a final exam at FAMO, actually my bachelor exam, and I didn't sleep the night before this exam. And well, I hope I hope that when you went into the exam, you told them I just got an Oscar. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell them that. That, but somehow they knew about this. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, if it changed my life, yeah, for sure it it changed my life because. Um, before this, I was just a student from different country, just a bachelor student. And even though the film has got several awards before the student Oscar for, you know, for public, for people, Oscar is something wow. And uh, even though for me already, it is not so wow, you know, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, for sure I've got, um, I went to really a lot of interviews and they talked a lot about uh, that uh, in Czech Republic, this is not so often when the film got to this, uh, this kind of level. And um, it helped me that uh, we've got uh, co-producers for my next project. We've got support for development for my master film and uh, we are going to ask for uh, support for, for the production. And um, uh, yeah, I think it, it, it changed, uh, it kind changed. of it helped me in my profession, I think, yes, for sure. Okay, so now my question is, uh, do you, uh, what does a student Oscar look like? <laughs> you know, it was, <laughs> it was so strange because when we went there, we were thinking about Oscar. Mm -hmm. But it is quite small event, quite, you know, like, like a student festival. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was nice. And um, it was maybe more personal because we spent, because there were, I don't know, 20 students. We spent one week before the ceremony together from different countries and from USA as well. And uh, we uh, we went to different uh, studios in LA, you know, like Disney or something. And we we met a lot and spoke a lot. And after we just celebrated this this ceremony and party, it was quite small. And it is really mm -hmm. super different than real Oscar, which is that's what I want to <laughs> ask next. Because not only did you get a student Oscar, you then subsequently you were nominated for the real one, not yeah. you know for the big one. So how how was that experience for you? It is like um, you don't have kind of personality there. Okay, there are stars who are just stars, one star, next star, next star, <laughs> and you are just just nominated like you don't know people 
you don't talk to them too much. There are a lot of parties, but all these parties are just small talks. What is the film? What 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 is your film is about? And you know, what where are you from? Czech Republic? Where is it? And that's yeah. all, you know. And it was it was like I don't I don't say that it was something. It was great experience and it was cool, you know, like to, to be mm -hmm. there. And the event with uh, quite big team uh, there, and uh, our teacher, our dean went there, and so so it was super nice. Uh, but yeah, just just nice. <laughs> you still live. You still live on planet Earth. You are still Daria. Yeah, you just from... after after that you just go to your small apartment. Uh, <laughs> you eat your normal food. You know, like it, the, the the life is the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wonderful, thank you. I, I really enjoyed this discussion. We've already gone uh, uh, about an hour and ten minutes, so. Um, I want to I want to invite you all who are listening to please uh, send us questions if you if there's anything you want to ask uh, uh, about uh, Daria's process of creating her films or about studying maybe animation at FAMU um, anything you have uh, an opportunity now to to ask us uh, your questions. Um, I will have. Uh, I will want. Uh, uh, sorry, I want to ask one more question. Just going back to your film, new film Electra. So, you are working with a live actress, or maybe I don't know if it was the same one, if if that was one actor or two, but um, so and and also there is live uh, footage of mm -hmm. an actor, and then also stop motion mm -hmm. footage. So I just want to ask you, what what is that experience like? Um, incorporating a, a real person into your film. Yeah, it is a super new experience for me because uh, the most important is that puppet could stay in one one position in one place several days. <laughs> you could <laughs> you could animate it and then you go you could go uh, to a toilet and then you go back and you just yeah. make a short break for lunch. But actress. She moves a lot. She also needs to go to a toilet in one hour of animation, or she needs to drink or air uh, or something. And it is super hard in this this way, like to make to to animate uh, people or something around uh, around actress. And um, so yes, it was really new experiences for me. I, I understood that you have to make everything really fast and you have to be super prepared for the shooting, for animation. Mm -hmm. You have to test all the techniques for you make it really fast before she's tired, before she needs to go to a toilet or something. So so yeah, and um, about uh, pixelation and live action, actually before this, the, the, the tests uh, we made, before the, we made the teaser, I was thinking about more uh, combining live action and pixelation, but during the tests I understood that, um, um, that I just didn't find a way how, how to combine it because uh, Pixelation is quite like strange. You see that something is wrong in this movement, and when mm -hmm. the live action is normal, and when um, you see um, 
different images like pixelation, live action, pixelation, live action, you see this difference and you don't feel comfortable. So I decided that I couldn't combine combine them both. But I still want to have live action part in the end of the movie. And I'm not going to reveal why and what it is going to be about because it is quite important and it is mm -hmm. good. But yes, I'm going to use um, live action and, and it works for dramaturgy idea of the story. Mm -hmm. in, in the end, there will be small part of live action. Well, I, I'm sure I'm sure we'll all be keeping an eye on that. Uh, I definitely will. I can't wait to see it. Um, well, we have a question here, Daria. Uh, it, it is from Emma again. She she asked us something earlier. Um, so she's asking, what advice would you give yourself if you were just starting out? Just starting out, like in in the profession. Yeah, in in animation. In animation. If you were at the beginning of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exercise a lot and uh, uh, I think that this is the good rule at FAMU that we draw animation, that we studied. We may exercise not physically like... Uh... No, yeah, that for sure, <laughs> <laughs> but also in animation. <laughs> okay. I mean like uh, to draw movements, different movements and uh, really it is good to draw them, to draw mm -hmm. animation, to study animation through the drawing because mm -hmm. um, you could um, you could change it you could uh, look for the way how to make it because stop motion um, it has a little bit different technique to animate but when you understand the movement when you draw it when you drew it and you you better you you are better animator in stop motion and uh, yeah, and exer exercise a lot, not sit all the day in front of the computer <laughs> and, and to sleep a lot as well. <laughs> yeah. That's how you that's how you get through the long production and working with the camera crank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, as a cinematographer, I was really curious to to find out what camera you chose to capture, not just daughter, but I presume your other projects and like what was important to you about the specs of the camera or the quality, you know, the different settings on the camera and lenses that made you yeah, go yeah. for that one? Yeah, uh, I really like uh, uh, Sony Alpha S7 II, I use it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I think that the image in, in my, in, in Daughter and my next movie, uh, not the camera, who made the image but the lens i use um old lens from soviet union which called uh Gelios. Mm -hmm. and it is quite really old stuff but mm -hmm. it makes really smooth um smooth image and um, i really liked it and how I, did you where did you discover it uh, because <laughs> yes this is funny because my mother worked on the factory which made it all right. Yeah, so so I had several and I used it as a child with the old um, film camera and uh, I just like it. And um, I don't know if it is impossible to buy it in, um, I don't know, like I, I have it from Russia. I, I saw it is impossible to buy it in Czech. I think it is impossible to buy it on eBay. 
Mm -hmm. I actually have never heard of it, to be honest with you. I know of a few Russian lenses, but the name that you said, that's not something I'm familiar with. Yeah, this is this is my favorite. This is like the, the miracle. I don't know. This is I really love it. And I'm going oh. to use it in my next movie and my next movie. And with, with our cinematography, we are going to collaborate on Electra. We decided that it is going to be our dogma. We are going to use only this lens. <laughs> oh, that's and uh, do you do you um, since you're working with that Sony uh, A7 II, do you shoot in uh, like a flat profile so that you can color grade later, or do you shoot with like full colors and contrast? You know, when I made daughter, I didn't have cinematographer, and um, I didn't know how I made it. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I don't know why I used, I think, default settings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now with Electra, cinematographer makes something with this and I, really, yeah. I don't know what he makes. Well, that's brilliant that you are, that you actually in this way, are co you are collaborating. Um, yeah. Um, uh, because I, I know uh, when I was studying at FAMU, uh, some of the cinematographers there, students ended up being a cinematographer in animated movies you know for animated mm -hmm. movies working with directors mm -hmm. like yourself so I, uh, it's it's really great i'm happy to hear that you are collaborating yeah um daria you have been so gracious thank you so much thank you for sharing your time talent kindness inspiration <laughs> creativity with us i am so pleased to to meet you um, I don't see any more questions here from our listeners. So for now, I am just going to direct everyone to Daria's um, website. Uh, it's dariakascheva.com. Um, also, you have a channel on Vimeo. You've got loads of beautiful uh, animated films there. So I do recommend that everyone checks them out. Uh, I'm going to wish you the best of luck with your uh, master's thesis project i can't Thank wait you. to see the, the the revelation of the of the live action at the end there um and uh, i just wanted to ask you all um first of all thank you for coming and tuning in uh, please join us uh, uh become members of women in film and television we love to um network with you uh, and put on such uh, brilliant conversations and webinars Daria, thank you so much. Thank um, you. Uh, it was a pleasure, uh, and uh, I hope I hope I'll get to meet you in person one day. Yeah. All the best. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the inviting, and it was really nice conversation. Conversation. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Until the next time. Thank you for listening. For more content, podcasts, and information, please visit our website at wft.ie.